today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. If I were to ask you what your definition of success is, what would your answer be? I mean, for most of our lives, that definition of success, it's handed to us. It's laid out for us. Go to school, get great grades. If you can, get straight A's. Graduate, go to college, graduate again. Get that good corporate job. Get married, buy a house, have a baby, get that promotion. These are all markers to be met because it proves that you're moving forward. Now, when you start your own business, it can be really easy to apply that very same mentality. But the truth is, when you start a business, you don't have a pre-written roadmap of success. It's not laid out for you. So what you start to do is look at others. You look at what they've done or what they're doing or how they're doing it. And then in addition to that, you kind of dip back to all of your previous experiences of what it meant to achieve success. So you look at your past corporate experience. You look at what the expectations of your friends and family were when it came to being successful. And as you do all of that, your brain starts to find these patterns, these commonalities, and it uses those as the markers of your forward movement. And what that means is that your attention turns to tasks, to strategies, to do lists, and you're measuring your success by them. But not only are you measuring your success by the items that you're checking off this list, but you're also measuring it by what you achieve from doing them. So by checking off all of these to-do items, your success is measured by the number of clients you get because you've done it, generating a specific revenue because you've done it, being offered a certain opportunity because you've done it. But this leads to overwhelm when the tasks that you're checking off don't seem to be bringing about the achievements that you really wanted from doing all of those things. And so then that leads to a lack of fulfillment and disappointment from feeling as if you're failing instead of succeeding. So it's important that you have a clear definition of what success is for you so that you know if you're working towards it, but also when you find it. But here is my challenge for you as we head into today's episode. I want you to root your definition of success in your mission and not in executed tasks, strategies, or achievements, meaning I want you to tie your definition to your values. I want you to link it to what's important to you overall in how you live your life and in how you run your business. Sound a little complicated? (laughs) Well, simply put, I want you to define success by who you are being and not by what you're doing. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) I want you to define success by who you are being and not by what you're doing. That way, you create a definition of success that can be realized every single day and not just when a goal is hit or a specific task is completed. So to help you do this, I want you to think about it. Think about how you would complete this sentence stem. I feel successful and fulfilled when I am dot, dot, dot. I feel successful and fulfilled when I'm dot, dot, dot. For example, one of my responses is that I feel successful and fulfilled when I am present and engaged in what I'm doing. So I want you to think of yours, and then we are going to meet back up here on this episode to dive into success, what it really means, and how you can achieve it today. 
Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and vlogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. You know, it feels like it's been forever since I have paired an episode with my favorite wine or my favorite coffee, and I'm going to have to say that today I am pairing my episode with a cup of ginger lemon tea because, guys, as you heard, back in January, I got COVID, and I was lucky. It was very mild, um, and then it unexpectedly, like, turned into a little pneumonia. No worries. I was okay, and I beat the pneumonia. I mean, we didn't even know I had pneumonia. I went in for something completely different and they caught it. And now I have bronchitis. So you're going to have to bear with me as I sip on my ginger lemon tea and take care of my throat. But like, I'm not stopping this podcast. There is so much great information coming your way, guys. I hope you really love the episodes that we've had and the episodes coming up and the interviews that are coming up. I mean, everything from book publishing to Instagram secrets to more. It is going to be incredible. So much great information. And remember, so many opportunities to live coach you, to live coach you. If you're thinking, gosh, I would like to be one of Rita's live coaches on one of her episodes, email me at feedback at ritamamedoit.com and let me know what your biggest challenge is in your business right now. And we'll see if you're a good fit for an upcoming live coaching episode. So today we are talking about success because that's what entrepreneurs ultimately want. That's what everybody ultimately wants in life, to be successful, to leave a legacy. But I want to share a little story about me, and then we're going to dive into what does this mean and how can you do it so that you can be successful right now. So if you're new to my podcast, hi, (laughs) welcome. Please dip back to all of the past episodes, but you're definitely going to want to go to episode one, which, oh my gosh, guys, I listened to that episode the other day. I mean, my sound quality still isn't like rock star sound quality, (laughs) but let's be honest, that first episode was pretty pretty terrible, but it was still a great episode. And that is my point around, you know, what we just talked about a few episodes ago, just push the button, get it done, right? But anyway, I say all of this because in that first episode, it gives you my entire trajectory of how I came here before you today, talking to you about business and building your business. Now, I started as an attorney. I was a business and real estate attorney for about 13 years, and I left that to become a dating coach. That grew very quickly and successfully, which led to me stepping into full-time business coaching, which I have been doing now for almost seven years. But when I left my life as an attorney to start my own business, I brought along all of my own ideas and markers for success. And these, these markers, these ideas were things like, well, get a client. If you get a client, you're successful. Build a website. If you have a website, you're successful. Hey, why don't you fill a group program? Why don't you get a logo? Raise your rates. Start a group. 
get more clients, do Facebook Lives, get a speaking engagement. Hey, add more members to your Facebook group community. Run a challenge. Everybody's running a challenge. Make it successful. Grow your list. Get more clients. Get paid to speak now, Rita. Let's get paid to speak. Raise your rates again. Get quoted in the news. Be featured on TV. All of these, just to name a few, were what I brought along into my business as my idea and my markers of what success was. But it seemed like no matter how many of these things that I did, how many of these items that I checked off, or how many of the milestones that I achieved, it just never felt like I had made it. I don't know how many of you are going to be with me on this one, but I bet a few. Instead of celebrating everything that I had achieved, I just moved on to the next goal in search of that next level. So would achieve something, wouldn't celebrate it, on to the next goal. How many goal getters out there do I have like that? And the reason I was doing it is in hopes that the next achievement would bring that feeling of success. So here were my markers. Here are my ideas of what success is. And I'm checking them off and I'm doing them. And it doesn't give me that feeling that I thought I would have. So instead of celebrating it, because I feel like I still don't have it, I would continue and move on to the next goal in hopes of getting that feeling. And what this did was left me always thinking about the future completely missing all of the moments in my life and as a result feeling like a failure because I never ever seemed to obtain what it was that I was ultimately looking for. And that just left me in this loop of unhappiness. I mean, are you the same way? I bet. I bet you are. I mean, this is a little bit of what Rachel D'Alto and I were talking about in last week's episode. If you have not listened to episode 68, definitely do. Rachel D'Alto is a relationship coach, and she's so much more than that. She is a master of powerful connections and relationships, and it was full of so much great info. But we talked about this. We talked about this definition of success and this constant feeling of unhappiness and being in this loop of creating goals, creating to-do lists, checking off tasks, hitting milestones, and then still feeling like you just don't have enough, that, that you don't have enough clients, that you're not making enough money, that you don't have enough followers, that you aren't speaking to large enough groups, whatever it is, it's not enough. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I wish I could see you guys because I bet some of you are going, yes, like I have this list of what success is and I'm doing these things and I'm checking these items off, but no matter what I'm doing, it still doesn't feel like it's enough. And I see this with so many people who come to me thinking that success is a ladder you have to climb up, that you have to do certain things in order to have a certain experience. What, you know, it manifests like this. Once I have more clients, Rita, then I can whatever. When I'm generating, you know, $10,000 a month in revenue, Rita, then I'll be able to whatever. After I've done some arbitrary thing, Rita, then I'm going to know that I'm successful. So once I've had this experience, then I will be certain, then I will know that I have a successful business. But once they have more clients, once they're generating $10,000 a month in revenue, once they've reached that milestone or had that experience, new challenges pop up, new challenges emerge that cause them to set new goals. And that just leaves them feeling stuck and defeated and frustrated about what they still have to accomplish instead of what they have accomplished, leaving them feeling like they failed instead of like they've succeeded. When your definition of success 
leaves you dependent on external factors, it puts you in this never-ending cycle of always having to hustle for the next thing. Let me say that again because I think about that that's really important. When your definition of success leaves you dependent on external factors, it puts you in a never-ending cycle of always having to hustle for the next thing. But the truth is success is not a ladder that you climb up. In fact, I want you to envision it like this. The truth is success is a ladder that you climb down. First, you need to identify how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel in the world? How do I want to feel when I've achieved this thing? What is the feeling that I want to have? And once you get clear on that feeling, once you get clear on the experience that you want to have, only then can you figure out the things that you need to do to get there. But how do you do that? How do you define success internally instead of externally? How do you define success from within so that you can create the experience that you want that lets you feel the way that you want? And how can you do it right now, even as you work to grow your business and reach your goals? Even as you're looking ahead, how can you have that right now? That's what we're talking about today. I'm curious and I would love to know and feel free to email me. Again, you can email me at uh, feedback at readamamedoit.com. But how have you been measuring success in your business? That's what I'd love to know. How have you been measuring success in your business? In fact, I'm going to tell you a story of a previous client because I think so many of you are going to relate to this story. Now, she had an annual review. And this, she worked in corporate America. Surprise. <laughs> I tell you guys often that just because you market to one type of person doesn't mean other people aren't going to ask to work with you, right? You just don't have to market or network with them. That's an episode for another day. But this was a corporate America client, right? More like a life coaching career corporate client. And she had an annual review at work and it was an excellent review. She far exceeded what she anticipated, both in terms of substance, like in her review, and also the raise that she got. And as we talked about it, she started saying the following things. Yes, oh my gosh, you know, it makes me feel so much better because now I feel like I'm contributing to the team. And she also said, oh, Rita, yeah, this review, it helped me feel really confident about what I bring to the company. And then we turned to like what she wanted to discuss in that session, which was a topic of being present instead of like always in the future. She was telling me, you know, Rita, I'm always thinking of the future. What if this worried, anxious, I'm not present. And I told her, honestly, that what kept her focused on the future was the same thing that made her say those sentences around, yeah, it makes me feel so much better because now I know I'm contributing or now I feel confident in what I bring to the table for my team. It's the same thing. She had a feeling that she's just not enough. She's just not enough. That was her internal feeling. This is also something Rachel and I talked about and dug into pretty big in episode 68. So after you listen to this, definitely go back and listen to more and hear Rachel's tangible takeaways for how to get through this feeling of not being enough. But I'm going to explain to you how I linked these together because I know a lot of you won't see it. It'll be like, well, what do you mean, Rita? She just said she got a good review. It was a good validation that made her feel like she contributed to the team or it was confirmation that she's doing a good job. How on earth does that tie her to not being present? And how are those things related to not feeling like she's enough? And that's what I'm going to tell you. So 
At the time that her and I had this conversation, I was in the middle of registering attendees for a retreat that I was running called the Reset Retreat. And here's what she said. So I said, hey, okay, cool. You want to talk about being present? Great. This is something we're actually going to dig into in a really big way in this retreat. And if this is really your main focus right now, you might want to come to the retreat. To which her response was, I just don't think I can swing that right now. I have a financial goal that I'm trying to achieve, Rita, so I just don't think that spending money on the retreat, I just don't think that's something I can do right now because of the financial goal. And I didn't push it. We just kept talking about what she wanted to talk about. And she mentioned that during her review, she had asked her company to pay for a certification. So she was like, yeah, Rita, you know, and during the review, I let them know I think there's a certification that if I had it, I could do a lot more for the company. And I asked if they would pay for me to achieve that certification. And they said, I'm sorry, but the budget just doesn't allow it. Our budget doesn't allow for us to pay that. And what she did was she immediately offered to pay for it in full on her own, all $3,000. So she was like, Rita, I w- yeah, you'll be so proud of me. I asked them if I could, if they would pay for this certification and they, because it would bring a lot of value to the company. And they were like, no, sorry, it's just not in our budget. And I said, no worries. I've got this. I will go. I will pay for this all out of my own pocket. That's how valuable I think it'll be for the company. I pause here for a reason. <laughs> I pointed out, okay, do you, do you realize that you were not hesitating, that you did not hesitate to pay $3,000 to invest in a certification that will benefit your employer. But you did have hesitation around investing in a retreat, which would benefit you. And I'm just curious, why is that? And, and we, had, we had some talk. <laughs> we had some talking things going on. But she said, you know, honestly, my motivation to get the certification, when I really think about it, is that I'll believe it'll prove that I have value to contribute to the company. That's why I want the certification. That's why I'll pay for it out of my own pocket because I think it'll prove that I have value to contribute to the company. Because you see, my client had been seeking validation of her value from external things like her review, her raise, as opposed to just knowing that she has value, that as a person in the world, she brings value to her company, not because of what she does or the skills that she has or what she learns or what certification she gets, but because of simply being. And when you have the underlying feeling, okay, so what was going on is this underlying feeling that she's not enough, that just by being she does not, and being who she is, she does not bring value to her company. And therefore, she needed the external validation that she did, the good review and the raise. But now, because she still wasn't feeling like she brought value to the company, she thought, well, having a certification, that'll prove that I'm valuable, even though she had just had this amazing review that already told her that she was, right? Because when you have this underlying feeling that you aren't enough, that you have to do something to become valuable for others, do something to become worthy of other people's attention or their praise or their friendship or working with you, hiring you, right? It keeps you in this loop of always looking to the future, thinking ahead to the next thing that you can learn, the next skill you can take on, the next thing that you can do to quote unquote be valuable. 
Because even when you do that thing or you reach that milestone, you're not going to feel successful or happy since your definition of those things comes from something external. So instead, it's what we talked about before. You're going to move on to the next thing in hopes that it's going to make you feel like you've reached it, that you're successful. Then what that does, right, to add to it is you're going to keep putting everybody else before you in order to prove that value. Let me say that again. (laughs) You're going to be putting everybody else before you in order to prove that value, but that keeps you operating as a lesser version of yourself. And when you do that, it only reinforces the feeling of not being good enough leading you to need to do more to prove that you are. Do you see that? It's a circle, right? Like, oh, I'm going to put everybody else before me to prove that I have value. But now, because I'm doing that, I'm operating as this lesser version of myself, which only reinforces that I'm not enough. And then I need to do this even more to prove that I am. It's like, isn't that exhausting? And this is why so many people especially entrepreneurs, are quick to pay for hard skills, for courses like how to use Pinterest, how to market on TikTok, branding, sales, or to get certifications or other things that allow them to say, see, see, because I learned this new skill and because I know how to do this new thing, I bring value. I bring value to my business. I bring value to my clients. I bring value to my community. I bring value to my audience because I know Pinterest, because I understand branding, because I know the four steps to closing a sale, right? But in order for your business to grow, in order for your life to grow, in order to achieve all of these new levels of success, you must grow. And I want to say that one more time. It's like, listen to me today. Do you guys hear? I never repeat anything. I mean, not purposefully. And I have on this episode, right? In order for your business to grow, in order for your life to grow, in order to achieve new levels of success, you must grow. It simply does not work in the other direction. And for that to happen, you have to stop looking at what you're doing and look at who you're being instead. Strategies aren't going to get you the results that you desire if you aren't stepping into being the person who achieves those results. You have to be the person who is the type of person who would achieve these results. And that means being the best version of yourself and showing up for yourself first. And that's what my client ended up making the decision to do on that phone call that night. She decided to tap into the powerhouse that she already was by defining her value and her success internally. And it changed her life. Her health physically and mentally began to improve and she started setting boundaries and she kept prioritizing what was required to step into that next best version of herself so that she could create the maximum impact in the life of others because she chose to go to the retreat, right? Like, and I'm not doing a retreat right now. We are still living in the COVID times, right? So I'm not doing a retreat right now. I'm not even trying to sell this to you. It's a real story that I am telling you because it's so important. She was going to pay $3,000 out of her own pocket for a certification that benefited truly nobody but her job. And the reason that she was doing it was to prove that she brought value to the company, even though she had just gotten a raise and a review that said that they thought that she was valuable. She thought the raise, she thought a good review would be that like, 
oh, look, I'm successful. I'm good at what I do. But even when she achieved those things, she still didn't feel like she was good at what she did. Right? You see that? We set goals thinking that will be the thing that allows me to feel successful. We reach the goal. We still don't feel successful. And then we're like, ah, what do we do? Right? So we have to look ahead to the next thing that we can do. So in this case, for her, it was going to be that certification. She was willing to prioritize that over what would help her, which was going to this retreat, digging into the not being enough, learning how to be present. And she decided in that moment, if success is who I'm being and not what I'm doing, then who I'm being is the kind of person that will go and work on this. Who I'm being is the kind of person that shows up in this way. So are you ready to measure your value, not by what you do, but by who you are, then you have to decide to. And I promise, I really do promise you that if you make the decision, you are going to attract the results to your business, like more clients, increased revenue, and opportunities, because you're going to be the person who would have that success. It's not those things that make you successful. It's not more clients. It's not the increased revenue. It's not more opportunities. You are successful because you are going to know I am successful, right? It's not those things. Let me let me say that again because I know that sounded a little confusing. It is not the things like more clients and more money and more opportunities that make you successful. It's because you'll know you already are successful that you're going to get those things. You can only get those things by already being successful. You have to be a successful person person to attract successful results. You can't be an unsuccessful person and attract successful results. It's only by already being successful, meaning you have to define that success internally. Do you guys see what I'm saying? This is exactly why I created the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. You guys have been hearing me talk about this in the All-In Entrepreneur. This mastermind only opens twice a year for registration, and it usually only has one or two spots open. And this time there are five spots open. So it's a 10-member mastermind group, and there are five spots that are open. And I say that because the five women who are returning, they are incredible. They support and help each other do this every day, show up as the person that they want to be so they attract the success that they want. That's the hard part. The to-do list, the strategy to go get success and achieve things, that's easy. But showing up as the person, right, who you are being, as the kind of person who gets those results, that's the hard part. And that's what the Six Figure CEO Mastermind is about. You don't have to be making six figures to be in the mastermind. You just have to want to embody the mindset and the habits of someone who would make that much money or more in their business, right? Of someone who shows up in that way. And that's what this mastermind does. It allows you to be that person. It allows you to be the CEO who is the kind of person to attract these results. And so if you're interested in that, you can check it out in the show notes. The applications close, I think, in like a week or so. It starts a week of March. Hold on, I'm going to look at my calendar, guys. Starts, um, so you can hear, I'm turning my head. To look at my calendar. Starts the week of March 22nd. So applications close uh, March 15th. So you're going to want to get yours in. Uh, applications do not obligate you. It just sees if you're a good fit. But there are really, truly incredible powerhouse women coming. And, and the reason that they're returning is because it has done that for them. It has allowed them to focus on who they're being, and then everything flows in. And yes, we talk about strategies. Yes, we set all of these, you know, actions and to do things, but it all stems from who you're being because that's what I want you to do. 
I want to help you go all in on being the best version of yourself and living a life that you love so that you build a profitable business, right? A lot of people are like, well, after I build a profitable business, then I can like do all of these things to be the best version of myself and live a life that I love. No, 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 no. I want to help you do that first, right? Go all in on being that best version of yourself so that you build the profitable business, okay? Now, I think I've shared this story before on a podcast. And and if I have, I probably have, like, I probably have. But there's so many new listeners all the time. And guys, you can't get enough of a good story, right? So I once read this story about Brie Larson. So Brie Larson is the actress who plays Captain Marvel. And she had won an Oscar in 2016. And when she won an and it wasn't for Captain Marvel, obviously, it was for something else. But she won an Oscar in 2016. And she called her best friend, Jennifer Lawrence, who is the actress from The Hunger Games. And she said to her, hey, Jennifer, you know, I got this Oscar and I still don't feel like I made it. You know, winning this award it hasn't really made me feel any differently. And I'm not feeling like I'm a great actress, you know, so what's going on? And in fact, she said that it left her feeling like she still had more to do and more to achieve in order to be successful. That's what she told her. Hey, like winning this award didn't make me suddenly feel like I had made it. It did not make me feel like I'm suddenly successful. In fact, it kind of did the opposite because now I'm feeling like I haven't made it. So now I, I feel like I have to do more in order to get to that feeling and I have to achieve more in order to be successful. Do you see that? Like you can't obtain success by climbing up a ladder. You can only realize success when you've climbed down into success. Climbing up to success means, hey, you know what? Like I get to the top after I've completed certain steps, and now I'm standing up here all alone on this high level, right? But when you climb down, when you're like, okay, I'm just climbing down a ladder, and I'm stepping into success that is already there. The success is already there. I just have to step into it. There's nothing that I have to accomplish or achieve. I just allow myself to be in it. I just allow myself to be successful. And when you reach the bottom, You're surrounded by so many other people, which, in my opinion, is a much better way to experience success. So how do you do that? How do you climb down and step into success, not by external markers that you need to do or complete, you know, or reach, but by defining success internally so that you allow yourself to be successful now because you have total control of showing up as being that person. So what are some tangible steps that you can implement right now today for this to happen? Grab your pen because I'm going to tell you. First, you have to decide. You have to decide that you can't wait to achieve something to be successful. You just have to decide that you are successful. And then you have to get in touch with your feelings. How are you going to feel after you've quote unquote become successful? And then you have to become it. Now, in the next episode, which you guys know, is a break it down episode. We're going to go into this in a lot more detail, which is why I'm kind of skimming over this part, right? Like this is kind of setting the stage for a very quick episode next week of, you know, break it down with Rita, where I'm going to give you step-by-step implementable actions, journal prompts, things that you can do right away to live into this. But first, now we know you're going to have to decide. You're going to have to decide that you are successful, you're going to have to say, well, how am I going to feel after I've reached this vision I have in my head of success? And then how do I become that now, right? By becoming, it's is the decision 
or the thing you're about to do helping you reach those feelings, right? Who do you have to be in order to do the things that will allow you to experience success now? And so that's what we're we're really going to break down. But again, I'm going to recap this one more time because I want you to feel like even if you can't listen to next week's episode right away, which what? Like definitely listen to next week's episode, guys, when it comes out is good. And they, I don't know if you've if some of you are like, I've never listened to one of your Break It Down episodes, Rita, it has a different intro that is way more fun. I mean, I love this intro, but it's fun. I have different intros for different kinds of episodes. So anyway, you're just going to have to listen to it, right? But we're going to go into more detail in how you do this in a truly tangible way. But even without that, you could do that right now. You could decide. Write it down. I am successful. I'm deciding to be successful because I am successful. It's not something I have to do. It's something I I am, right? I am successful. And then when you picture that vision of what success looks like, identify a feeling, right? Like, how can I feel that way right now? Whatever way I'll feel then, how can I feel that way right now? And then as you're doing things throughout your day, just say, look, is this thing I'm about to do, this decision I'm about to make, is it helping me reach those feelings? And then also, who do I have to be in order to do the types of things that will allow me to feel all of those feelings right now, right? Defining success internally means you are in control of experiencing it, and you can do so immediately. You do not have to wait. And by being successful, you're going to attract more things that are going to bring you success. So again, I just want to say, so get it? Like when you say, I am successful, then you're in control of it. It's like success is who I'm being. So the kind of person that gets the results I want, how are they being in the world? I am in control of if I show up as that person or not. So I can do that immediately and I don't have to wait, which makes me successful now. And when I'm successful now, I attract things of the same energy, meaning I will attract more successful things or things that make me successful. So if you're ready to measure your value, not by what you do, but by who you are, then you have to decide to. I promise that if you make that decision, you'll attract results to your business like more clients, increased revenue, more opportunities. And again, it won't be those things that make you successful. It won't be because you've attracted all of that that you'll be successful. It will be because you will know that you already are successful simply because you're showing up as a person you show up as who would be the person to attract those results. And the best way to fully step into that belief is to act as if it is already here. So I want you to kind of think about that because we're going to loop together on the next episode and have a great exercise to dig into this. But I want you to maybe for the next week as we play around, right, do the things that I just said, right, the decide and the identify the feelings and then the becoming and starting to think about who is the kind of person that does all of those things, right? But then I want you to fully step into that belief that your success is already here. It's already around you. I want you to play with that. I want you to like, quote unquote, what what do coaches say? I want you to try that on. I want you to play with that. I want you to like sit in that container and feel that, right? But that's what I want you to do. So think of a goal you're working towards and then ask, how do I want it to come to me? And say, okay, great. Like, this is how I want it to come to me. These are the things I think I have to do to reach that goal. Now, what kind of person do I have to be in order to reach that goal? What kind of person do I have to show up as in order to do those things to reach that goal? And how can I measure my progress on being that person every day? 
So don't worry, we're going to dive into this in a really big way because I'm going to give you another exercise and stuff. So for those of you who don't know, next week is one of my break it down episodes. And in my break it down episode, what I do is there is no like backstory. That's what this is. The why, why, the what and the why. What are we talking about and why is it important? Instead, in the next episode, like in two sentences, I recap that. And then we just break it down. I'll go step one. I want you to do this. Write this out. Do this thing. Step two, do this. Step three, go click here. Go do whatever. And by the end of it, you have like implemented, right? You've implemented it. That's what the break it down episodes are. So join me next week for a break it down episode where you're really going to dig into this so that you can truly start doing it. But between now and then, play around with it. Play around with the mindset of I'm already successful because of who I'm being. Here's who I have to be. And the reason I know I have to be those, this person is because these are the actions I have to take. And this is the kind of person who would take those actions. And when I take these actions, I'll reach this goal. And when I reach this goal, I'll feel this way. However, I can also feel that way right now. So just play around with however that feels to you, whatever that means to you, right? Say it over and over. I am successful because I decide to be. I am successful because I've decided I am. Say it over and over while you play around with all this stuff. And then we're going to get together next week for a break it down episode where you can put this into action in a more, even more tangible, more concrete way. And I promise you will start attracting success almost immediately. So if you have any questions with this piece, always feel free to email me at feedback at readamimidoit.com and let me know your questions so that when you join for the next episode, you are ready to break it down. All right, guys, have a great week. Oh, and I almost forgot, like, if you really are interested in what's, look at me, if you're really interested in one of the open spots for the mastermind, even if you're unsure if it's a great fit, just message me. Like, if you go check it out, the, the link to the information page is in the show notes. Even if you're unsure, like, you don't have to fill out the application first. You can just get on the phone with me for 10 or 15 minutes. I promise I'll tell you if you're a good fit because it's really important that all the members are a good fit. And so I'll let you know. And and if people aren't a good fit, like, they're not a good fit, right? No, no worries. I want it to be something that is a great container for all of you that really lifts you up and helps you all succeed. So there's no pressure. It's just a conversation to decide if this is something that is the right next step for you. But it is an incredible, incredible mastermind group, guys. I mean, we're talking 10 women together for six months. And what we're doing is there's hot seat coaching. You have unlimited access to me. There's private coaching mixed in with the group hot seat coaching. You get CEO planning documents to help you step into the mindset of a CEO you get the actionable actions of what that means, like what reports do you need to be running and what do you need to be doing? And then I have six of the most incredible, thanks to Clubhouse, guest experts coming in to give real value in a tangible, immediately implementable way. You have some access to my online business manager and my virtual assistant for some questions. Like it is truly a comprehensive support system for what you need to be the person to do the things that will achieve the success that you want. And it only opens twice a year. It will not open again for six more months. And like I said, the applications close on like the 14th or the 15th because it starts on the 22nd. So if you have any questions about that, I would love to have you participate. It is like one of the favorite things that I do. You do not, again, need to be making six figures to be in the six-figure CEO mastermind. You just have to want to embody the mindset and the habits of someone who generates six, seven, eight figures in their business, okay? So ask me any questions, feedback at readandmademedoit.com, and meet me next week for a Break It Down episode. Have a good week. Everybody, take care. Bye. Hey, before you go, 
Thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Read and Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamimidoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode. Oh, oh, oh.